Welcome to Let's Bet. I'm your host, Scott Pritchard. Let's Bet is about sports betting, sides, totals, money lines. I've been betting sports professionally full-time in Las Vegas for 30 years. I'm going to show you how I do it. Last week on Let's Bet, we talked about we have an announcement. This week, I'm excited because my co-host and friend, Jacob Cannon, has been promoted full-time at the Vegas Video Network. Congratulations. Thank you very much, and I'm certainly not uh, Botman Turner Overdrive, but I'm just here taking care of business. <laughs> b -b 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 baby you just ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> Jacob, I'm excited. Have you ever had a full-time job before? I've, I've never had a job a day before in my life, but my job might be kicking your behind after the show. That would be a very short-lived job. My money would be on you, big fellow. I, I tell you what, if we're doing that, I'll put money on black. <laughs> we'll be checking back with Jacob Cannon a little bit later on in the show, I think. <laughs> to reach out to us, a couple of things that you can do. Email us at letsbet at vegasvideonetwork.com. That's letsbet at vegasvideonetwork.com. We also have a toll-free listener line. That number is 866-966-4599. Again, 866-966-4599. Now let's get started. We're about 90 games into the baseball season. That means we have about 72 games left. Let's take a look at what has happened here this past week. The All-Star Game is behind us Tuesday night due to outstanding pitching by the National League. They knocked off the American League by a score of 5-1. to one. That was the final score. It didn't take me long to get right back into the saddle on Thursday with a bad, bad beat. Sports bettors, you know how much fun those bad beats can be. Wednesday night, the overnight line on the Padres-Giants baseball game was 6.5 under, under meaning 20 cents. So I mailed it in under six and a half minus the 20 cents. It closed the next day, six and a half under 35, which means I bet 1,200 to win 1,000. If you bet just before the game started, you'd have to lay 1,350 to win 1,000. So going into the ninth inning, it's San Diego one, San Francisco nothing. I'm rich, except the Giants scored one in the ninth. Not a big deal, it's one, one. But now we go extra innings. I have under the six and a half minus the 20 cents. We go into the 12th inning, it's one to one. Six runs scored in the 12th inning, six to the final score. The over got there, the under did not. Sports betters, you know what I'm talking about. You can do everything right as far as getting the best number, having a strong opinion, and being on the right side, or in this case, being on the right total, only to get screwed as the, you handicap a game for nine innings, not 12. Even though it went to the 12th inning, two runs scored. Under is gold, except, again, like I say, six runs scored in the 12th inning. So it's not for the weak of heart. I've had a history of an irregular heartbeat, and I'm starting to understand why after doing this for 30 years. But I will say it's the nature of the beast. And so I don't get too excited one way or the other about it. I do what I can do. I don't worry about things I don't have any control over. And I certainly don't have any control over a team scoring or two teams scoring six runs in the 12th inning. But before we now get back to Let's Bet answers your questions, we're going to take a quick station ID. We'll be right back. No pressure. Hi, I'm. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dennis Silvers from. Can't think of the name of my damn show. Golf and other four-letter words, and you're watching the Vegas Video Network, I think. Welcome back to Let's Bet. I'm your host, Scott Pritchard. Great to have you with us. We're live every Friday morning, 11 o'clock Las Vegas time. It's time now for Let's Bet. 
answers your questions. This is where we take questions, comments from the listener line, 866-966-4599. Live on the air, Jacob, what do we have for Let's Bet Answers Your Questions? We got a ton of great questions here. <clears throat> First one uh, from a growing population, I believe, of female people that are watching the show. Anne from Tulsa, Oklahoma wants to know, how friendly or unfriendly are people behind the window to a first-time sports better? I'm intrigued that we're having more and more females t tuning into the show. My guess would be that has a lot to do with Jacob Cannon now that he has a full-time job. <laughs> but I have to say, I'm surprised that we're getting so much from uh, female sports bettors or people that are inquisitive about sports betting that, that are females. But to address Ann's question, I have to say that as far as being intimidated by a ticket writer, don't be. My experience has been over the years, if you, they're very, very friendly, hoping to get tipped out. If you tip, they're still friendly. If you don't tip, and that's really up to you. I will say this town, Las Vegas specifically, has gotten so corporate it doesn't matter. I was at Red Rock Station, which I love station properties for the most part because I look for disparity and I look for value in, in betting. But at Red Rock Station, I mean, we're talking a high-end property here. The ticket writer said, I hardly ever get drink tickets because I, A, I don't drink, and B, I'm just focused on getting the best number, getting in, getting out. But in this case, hey, I had a few hours. I thought I would hang out. And I said, yeah, go ahead and give me some uh, drink tickets, about a few thousand dollars. The guy gave me two drink tickets. And I said, well, could I get a couple more? I'm very thirsty, we're in the desert here. He said, well, you can only get four per day. Really? He said, you can bet $20,000 a day and you're limited to four drink tickets. So over the next two, three hours, I just went to three different ticket riders and still loaded up. I lost a couple thousand dollars, but I had four free drink tickets. So I was uh, all in all, not a bad day. <laughs> But as far as the ticket riders, don't be intimidated by these people. They're more times than not just looking to get tipped out a dollar or two when you're making your $5, $10 parlays. But if you're betting big money, of course, throw them a bone here and there. But they, they're more times than not, they're not that well versed in sports betting. They're basically paper pushers, if you will. So they're just following the rules per their, uh, the upper management at a specific sports bet. Next. Great one. Uh, Derek from Alfreda, Georgia, says the Phillies have the best record in baseball, but are they the team that have made the most money when it comes to sports betting in baseball? Interesting question from the vantage point. The Phillies on paper going into the, the regular season, they were favored to uh, get to the National League pennant. And here's a team that they have the best record in baseball, but as far as are they the biggest money maker? No, and the, and the reason is it really makes sense if you think about it. If you're laying two to one or 220 or 240 when Halliday, Lee, Oswald, or Hamels, when those guys are on the mound, it's tough. I mean, you have to be right 20 times out of 30, that's just to break even. So the idea is here, the Pittsburgh Pirates, now that team in all of baseball, they've been the top money maker. In fact, uh, just a couple of days ago, my research indicated that the Pirates, if you blindly bet them, whether they're a favorite, or a dog from, from April, you would be up close to $14,000 if you're betting $1,000 a game. Now the other side of that coin, if you bet against the Houston Astros from day one, you would be up close to $27,000 contingent on the fact that you bet $1,000 blindly against that team on a day in, day out basis. So up to this point, yes, the Phillies have the best record, but the top moneymaker in wins, the Pirates and the top moneymaker in terms of losing, if you bet against this team, the Houston Astros. Jacob? Uh, quick question from the live chat. Uh, Bill uh, G wants to know, do you bet on parlays? 
I do not bet parlays. Now, baseball, it's a little bit of a different animal. But as far as parlays, we've talked about this many times before. If you're betting WNBA, arena football, or college and pro football, college and pro basketball, don't bet parlays, and the reason is it's a sucker bet long-term, generally speaking, because, for instance, if you bet a two-team parlay, the sports books will pay you 13 to 5, which is plus 260. If you shop, you might be able to steal a 14 to 5, which is plus 280. But the true odds on a parlay are 3 to 1. So if you love the idea of investing a little to win a lot, then go ahead and bet a parlay, but do it on a Saturday morning in a college game, and then bet, take that win and roll it over into later in the day, a totally different game. And then if you win that, that's a two-team parlay, and you're getting three to one, as opposed to plus 260 or plus 280. Now, the sports books, they make a lot of money off parlays and teasers. I do straight plays only. The other thing is, too, as you increase the number of teams that you want on a parlay, five-teamer, for instance, they'll pay you 20 to 1, but the true odds are 32 to 1. Plus, I have to say, it's challenging finding one winner, not to mention two, three, four, or five. But you can imagine, if you bet $100 on a five-team parlay, you net $2,000, but the real odds are 32 to 1, which means you're pissing away $1,200. I don't know if I can say that, but I guess Scott Whitney, the producer, will tell me, will tell me after the show. So maybe we can edit that. Maybe that's, that's the beauty of live internet TV, my friends. So again, generally speaking, I don't bet parlays, and I recommend that you don't either. Sounds great. Um, just from the uh, live chat here, Jackie, who's on, said, uh, thanks for the Phillies tip. That was really interesting. Uh, last question that we have here on email. Uh, Fred from Olympia, Washington, wants to know, define what you mean by playing the islands. When, when you're sports betting, obviously we're based in the sports betting capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, but over the past 10 to 15 years, more and more sharp bettors have gone to the islands because we're talking about international sports books. Well, they will do a lot to encourage you to bet by giving you less odds or less juice, if you will, instead of laying 20 cents on a baseball game. Why would you lay 20 cents when you can lay 8 cents in the islands? Now, there are some specific sports books in the islands that I use and or look to as a point of reference. Pinnacle is very good. Greek, Grande, Rio, Chris, these are places that are are really good in terms of being able to track sharp numbers, sharp betters, if you will. The only concern, I've never had a problem getting paid from the islands. The, only, the last thing you ever want to be concerned about, my friend, is if you win, are you going to get paid? And you never know, a hurricane can come in and wipe out, plus the government being what it is, again, the poker being what it is, you're not allowed to play online and or in the islands. It's probably just a matter of time before you won't be able to do that from a sports betting standpoint as well. In fact, Pinnacle, a few years back, withdrew a lot of people in the United States with their money and their deposits. So just please keep in mind, you're always looking for as many outs as you possibly can get, whether it's in Las Vegas or in the islands. But to address the question, when I'm talking about the islands, I'm talking about, please understand that in Las Vegas, in the United States of America, Las Vegas, Nevada is the only state that you can actually make straight plays on in, in terms of sports betting. And international sports books say in Costa Rica, they do more business in one day than all of the sports books in Nevada combined. So just think about that in terms of logistics. That's going to wrap up this edition hey, of, Robbie, yes, sir. How do you, how do you actually place the 
90% of the time it's online, you can do it. The other thing is if you have a contact or an agent, if you will, that's in and you have established good credit, fortunately I have been able to do that. Lawyers hang out with other lawyers, accountants hang out with other accountants, professional sports bettors hang out with other professional sports bettors, and we all have contacts, we all have leads. That was Scott Whitney, the producer of the show, by the way, <laughs> and believe you me, when he speaks, I listen. Anything else, young man? No, sir. That's going to wrap up this edition of Let's Bet. I'm your host, Scott Pritchard. Jacob Cannon, do you have any final comments? Well, I just want to say that early I was a little aggressive. I'm really not that way. I'm not heavy D, but I got nothing but love for everybody here. <laughs> Getting warm and fuzzy all over. Jacob, great having you with us. That's going to wrap up this edition of Let's Bet. I'm Scott Pritchard for the producer, Scott Whitney, and my friend and co-host, Jacob Cannon. Tune in every Friday morning, 11 o'clock Las Vegas time. Keep in mind, too, every Friday night from 6 to 10, KSHP Radio. These programs, all the programs on the Vegas Video Network are simulcast, so be sure and check that out. To reach out to us, email us at letsbet at vegasvideonetwork.com. That's letsbet at vegasvideonetwork.com. My website is Pritchard's Picks. Dot com. That's PritchardsPicks.com. In the meantime, keep those questions and comments coming. Our listener line, 866-966-4599. Again, 866-966-4599. I'll leave you with the words my first wife left me with back in 1993 as she dropped kicked me to the curb. Good luck and goodbye. <laughs>